0: Powered by MPB, this is Chalkboard Chat, an MPB education podcast hosted by Jermaine Flood and Tara Wren. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB public media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. Hi, this is Michael Adams, and I'm a 7th grade history teacher with Madisonville Junior High, St. Timmy Parish Public School District, and this is your chalkboard chat slate session. Starting with some tips for virtual teaching. So this is for all the teachers out there that are specifically 100% virtual. Well, your first thought is, wow, what do I do? I've never done this before. So these are some tips that every virtual teacher should know. Number one, virtual teaching takes a lot of time and preparation. So What does that mean? Virtual teaching takes as much time, if not more, preparation than teaching in a traditional classroom setting. So you need to be prepared to take what you've learned in your regular classroom setting, reconstruct it for a virtual setting to get the best outcome. Number two, you really want to familiarize yourself with the virtual classroom. There's nothing more frightening than starting in the material and not knowing what to do when you dive into the material. So you definitely need to take time to set aside some time to learn any web-based classroom program you will be using as you go through your virtual classroom. Number three, it's very important that you do not reuse classroom curriculum. Again, you're in a virtual setting, so things that you would normally do that would work in a regular classroom may not work in your virtual classroom. For example, your class time in traditional setting may have been a discussion on last night's reading assignment. And for me, it may have been on last night's assignment dealing with a specific time period in history. With that method, the majority of material is covered as your students share about the material, they ask questions, and they explore the subject matter together. However, that will not work in the virtual classroom, so it's best to not rewrite it to make it fit. Instead, you want to come up with a new plan for exploring material virtually, sharing insights, and engagement. Number four, communication. Communication through the online platform in a virtual classroom Is critical since there is no face-to-face time in the virtual classroom. Although you may be doing live instruction, it's still not the same as an actual face-to-face classroom setting. Number five, navigation is a must, but not just navigation, easy navigation is a must. You need to make sure your coursework is presented in a clear and concise manner. Students see online courses as a way to speed up their education, and they expect to log in, check out the material for the day, submit assignments, and move on. With that in mind, you need to make sure everything is laid out in an easy-to-use setting. Kids will easily become frustrated if it's not done so, and especially if it's set up in a way that is not easy for them to navigate. That's a good indication for them that they can give up and use it as an excuse where they will tell you they were not able to locate certain information. Number six We must realize that in the virtual setting, assignments will take longer, so don't be surprised if assignments take longer than you expected. In the classroom, you may have students work on their work for 30 minutes to complete an assignment independently, but don't expect this online. Students will be popping in and out of the classroom at various times the day or week, so plan the assignment due dates accordingly. Also, it's important that you don't forget you're not presenting the main material either. Students will need to read the lecture plus the material before beginning an assignment. Number seven, it's crucial to build a strong online community. It's up to you to build a strong sense of community in your virtual classroom. You will need to encourage the use of message boards, emailing back and forth, and taking part in group chats. Students will be prone to log in, skim through the material, complete the assignment, and then leave. We must develop engaging questions and discussion starters. Engaging students in conversation and encouraging them to communicate with one another is important for participation, interaction, and overall understanding. Also, students need to feel like their opinion matters. We also need to make sure that we welcome their opinions in order to have a better outcome with the lesson. Number eight, always answer questions remember you're not in a face-to-face setting there will be times when a student will message you for help in a particular area make the time to respond to that question even if you've already responded in a different post again the virtual setting is much different than being in the classroom so you want to make it clear within the course material it's easy to ignore questions expecting students to figure it out you need to guide or direct the student on the appropriate area of the page that will provide the answer if you've already covered that previously. Number nine, when you are live teaching, you have to do it with care. When you're teaching live through the virtual setting, make sure you know the system ahead of time. If you're frazzled because you don't know how to operate the program, then students will sense that. Students have a pretty good gauge when teachers are frazzled and don't know what they're doing. You don't want this to happen. It is important to prepare ahead of time and greet students with a welcome slide login. Students do not want to log in to a blank screen or an absent teacher, so log in early too. Don't forget to keep the chat options turned on so students can ask questions and interact with other students. Remember, you want engagement to be high. Lastly, number 10, feedback is always important. As teachers in a traditional classroom, we welcome feedback, but we have to be open to feedback in this online format as this will help you grow as a virtual teacher. Don't wait to ask for feedback at the end of the course. Act at the beginning and in the middle, too. This will only help you reach the students in a more impactful way, and especially if there is something you need to change to make the material more online friendly. A few things that I do in my classroom as best practices, I'm always willing to adapt in the virtual setting. I use Discovery Education a lot. Kids that need typing skills, typing agent is available for them. In my school district, we do use a program called Achieve 3000. And although I am not an elementary teacher, the I Ready program for ELA and math is also a great program that many school districts use Now, some tips for students. We have to realize that most students have not been in a strictly online format. So, there are three different types of students that we're dealing with in the COVID 19 situation. We still have traditional students in brick and mortar schools. They're coming to school every day and they're getting that traditional teaching that they're used to. And this is actually what I am currently doing. I am for 100% traditional. I teach 133 students on a daily basis throughout the course of six periods. The next group of students, we have hybrid students. These students are coming to class on campus sometimes, and then they're working in the virtual setting. And then the last group of students we have will be 100% virtual. No matter what group of students you deal with, you want to make sure that you're always willing to adapt and you want to make sure you as the teacher are establishing a routine no matter what group you're dealing with as far as the students know the students also have to be willing to adapt to any situation that they may be put in remember We all have to do what the CDC is telling us to do in regards to COVID-19. And then we have executive orders also coming from the governor. So whatever situation students may find themselves in, they also have to be willing to adapt. Speaking of the students, routine is crucial. The students need to act as if you are still going to a traditional brick and mortar school, but also be willing to adapt to that online setting. Teaching strategies that work online and in the virtual platforms is important to teach the students because most students again have not been successful in the past with the onset of COVID-19 when we were immediately shut down back in March of last year. Students in college are already taking advantage of online programs but we have to remember our K-12 students traditionally have only been in an online setting so I'll briefly go over some strategies for online success. Getting organized is the first thing to do. If you're at home, you want to be very organized. Number two, you want to set up your workspace. If you have a sibling at home working with you, then you would want to be in a space where you are not interrupted by your sibling. Number three, you really want to figure out how you learn best according to what the teacher is requiring you to do. Number four, you wanna make a schedule. If you have a platform set up to where you're not doing a bunch of live sessions, then you can make your schedule fit to cater to you. Number five, you always want to be an active participant. Number six, definitely stay connected. And number seven, you need to have an open mind about everything that's happening because changes are fluid and changes may occur daily, weekly, or monthly depending on what's going on number eight always ask questions if something is going wrong don't be afraid to request clarification or guidance from the teacher and also involve your peers ask other students and the most important thing of all number nine you want to hold yourself accountable remember you are responsible for your learning you're responsible for your education you're responsible for giving input you're responsible for being an active participant and in order to be successful we have to hold ourselves accountable I hope these tips will help you navigate virtual platforms whether you're virtual 100% in the hybrid situation or traditional classroom these tips will truly help you get your success rate up and help you navigate these platforms in a meaningful way versus just being overwhelmed by not knowing what to do. I'm Michael Adams, once again, 7th grade history teacher, Madisonville Junior High, and this has been your Chalkboard Chat Slate Session. You've been listening to Chalkboard Chat, an MPB education podcast. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB public media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. This podcast is hosted with love by ACAS.